B98.5's Tad Drex and Kara podcast, helping you catch up on what you missed. Everybody's kind of got a hangover now from the Taylor Swift concerts mm-hmm. over the weekend. Three nights of concerts, especially if you went last night. Like, oh. And now I know it's tough because you're trying to figure out like what's next in mm-hmm. my life. Mm-hmm. Maybe that $1,000 can get sure. you something. Buy you a little Chase happiness. It. Chase Just a little it. something. Sure. <laughs> you know, you do, you pay all this money to go to a concert, but the most memorable things usually happen off the stage. Like, for example, there's nothing better than bringing a loved one to a concert or and that person that you're seeing in concert is their hero. Like mm-hmm. watching your, I'm sorry to uh, the lady that called last week, but taking your children even. Right. And seeing them elated and like, yeah, yeah. Right. what's going on? I mean, I saw that. I took my kid to see Kids Bop and I got that out of him. It really felt like over the weekend with all the Taylor Swift pictures we were seeing online is it was much more than just a concert. It was a full-on experience, experience yeah. with being with friends, wearing outfits, doing all the things that you do, going down early and, and walking around and talking and to different fans. And even being with the strangers. I mean, there were people giving each other friendship breaks. Yeah that had never met and just like the camaraderie i got a text at one o'clock in the morning from our taylor swift impersonator who's a friend of the show ashley right yeah but i was just like do you really want to be waking me up at one o'clock in the morning to and she was like by the way this is wrong like something that taylor swift had said on the on stage reference to some song. I have no idea. Certainly not at one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and uh, then a follow up text at two o'clock in the morning saying, oh. "Sorry, it was all wrong." Yeah, Taylor's right. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, that's funny." Because at one, when you sent that first text, I started an impromptu right. discussion with oh, my, you Lord. know, like you contacted the Pentagon. Four zero four seven four one zero nine eight five. If you want to hop in on the conversation this morning, talking about like the magical moments that happen off stage or happen between you and your friends when you go to a concert, we uh, we got an email from our marketing lady here at the radio mm-hmm. station who's been to so many concerts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she lo- Amanda loves Taylor Swift. Yeah. Right, and was looking forward to it. And she said, I'm not feeling super confident in my outfit. So she's relaying what happened to her when she went to the show. I- I- I'm, I'm like, I'm 41. Should I be dressing up? Like this, she so. worked hard on that outfit. For, I mean, for at I least a week. It. Yeah, she knows she looked beautiful. It's kind of like a, oh, like a little ballet kind of gown, and she put some like butterflies on it. She looked great. But you're putting yourself out there when you mm-hmm. dress up like anything. This is why I don't like Halloween. I don't like wearing <laughs> I don't like wearing weird outfits oh, or something that takes me out of my comfort zone. So that's where Amanda was, and you could totally relate to that. I'm sure, Kara, right? Like. When you guys wear these beautiful like gowns and stuff like that, but maybe it doesn't fit just right, or maybe it doesn't. Yeah, I love to dress up, but I mean, it does make you a little self conscious, especially yeah. if you go out like fully done up, and there's not a lot of other people that are fully done up too. Right. So she said, "I was I was walking the concourse in this outfit, and I smiled at a little girl dressed in the Taylor Swift ballerina costume from the Shake It Off video. Aww. She beelined for me." And I leaned down to talk to her. Her eyes were so wide, and she had this huge smile. I realized my outfit was a lot like hers, and we were in a sea of sparkles. So we just stood out with our puffy white skirts. (laughs) She said, your dress is beautiful. 
and gave me a friendship bracelet. I, I was so overwhelmed that I asked if, if she was sure because I didn't have one to trade to her. And she nodded a bunch, smiled, and ran back to her mom. Amanda says, I nearly cried. Aww. And then she says, I, I think that the show is so spectacular, but the small moments like that amongst the fans are really what makes this whole thing different. I saw so many fans who normally wouldn't talk to each other, trading bracelets and becoming friends. Super cool. Aww. I think that just so perfectly Ooh. encapsulates the Taylor Swift concert yeah. experience. Yeah, absolutely. My story about something special happening at a concert actually was at a Disney Junior concert. What? <laughs> My daughter was probably three or four, and Disney Junior has their own set of characters. And we were at, it was like a little concert, and then they had a breakfast afterwards. So we watched the characters perform, and then we're eating breakfast across from another couple who are there with their special needs daughter, mm -hmm. who I would assume was probably 26. Uh, she was blind and probably operated at a six or seven year old level. It was mm -hmm. just kind of on that spectrum. And my wife and I and my daughter were very comfortable with that. I have a special needs sister, mm -hmm. so we were excited to talk to them. And the characters start coming around. And the, uh, the, the little, the girl, the woman sitting across from us, she puts her hand up. And I was like, Oh no, she puts her hand up in Mickey's face. Oh. And I'm like, Oh, geez, uh -oh. what's going? You're not supposed to cut, touch the characters. Dude, if, yeah, I mean, you will be dis you will be handled with directly. Yes. You will yes. disappear into the underground Mickey Mouse lair. So our thoughts went from sheer terror, these people are going to get kicked out, to our eyes welling up with tears. In a split second, Mickey takes this little special needs girl's hands and starts putting it on the buttons of his uh, outfit no. around his eyes and his ears and his nose because they're trained to know that, okay, this must be mm -hmm. a person that can sense things through their hands right. and starts like helping with the tactile touching. And it was really, really Aww. cool experience. It's great. A lot of uh, like sort of entertainment kind of uh, people that put these things on now have like special experiences for autism and they mm -hmm. get certifications right. for to be able to be more really inclusive yeah. to that group, which is amazing. That's really cool. I'm, my favorite concert memory had nothing to do with all of this sweet stuff. Like <laughs> my best friend and I were 17 years old and we went to the Fox to see 311 and we were up in the balcony and we got there before the show started, just wanted to like get to our seats and stuff. And we got pulled out of the crowd by some random dude and taken into the depths of the Fox Theater. What? Dude, this, I don't to like meet how this conversation. Yeah. I do not like this so, story. Some at all. rando dude walks up some to you guys and dude. says, "Hey, come to me in the to the back. Come yeah. with me. The Creams band wants to meet you." Oh, and we were like, band wants to meet. What? And you followed I, him? We followed him like oh down to the depths gosh. of the fox. It was both of us. We figured, you know, if you know, we could work in a pair if anything crazy were to happen. Buddy system. But there wasn't any malicious activity. There was actually they were doing like a live QA before the show with some special fans that they were plucking out of the crowd. And my best friend mm -hmm. and I got to be one of those people. And we were fans for life. I don't want to know the answer to this question. Oh, gosh. What percentage of your body was actually covered? Uh, young lady. You uh, got to ask that question with a young lady at the end. Probably about 20% oh of the God. body was covered. 20% of the body. And you Make think it that it was just you because we you got there early. We were definitely wearing halter tops and booty they, shorts. That, yeah, <laughs> you know, they were looking. That was the style in 97. They wanted to get you backstage. 
for your mind. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder that she looks like she's going to ask some very intelligent questions. <laughs> It's Brandy in Hampton. So I'm a big concert goer myself, and I started taking my son when he was a teenager, and I took him to a music festival in Louisville, Kentucky, and Disturbed was playing, and they were playing Sound of Silence, and he looked at me and got me to come out of my concert moment for a minute to look around, and he told me it was the most beautiful thing he had ever experienced. Everybody there for the same reason to just have a good time and come together and it was the most touching thing i started blowing up as mom and say how much did that mean to you that he was experiencing all the things you've experienced i'm here and i'm just talking about it um, <laughs> hats off for you taking him to see disturbed yeah no kidding you know, uh, i remember my mom yeah. brought me to a five-finger death punch concert <laughs> one time my dad took me and my neighbor friend to Tori Amos, and he was so miserable. He ended up like getting a $5 ticket and sitting in the back of the thing just because he couldn't leave us. And still, to this day, is like, I'll never live down, Tori Amos. We've been talking, of course, about Taylor Swift being in town this weekend, mm-hmm. and that the real magic at concerts usually happens off stage. Yep. Like, sure, the performance is always great, but man, seeing someone that you care about. Seeing their face light up because they're witnessing something that's just like a life-changing moment for them. I remember my uh, cousin Heather, she's a huge Def Leppard fan when she was in high school. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about the late 80s. And then around about 2010, say, Def Leppard uh, came to town um, with uh, Brian Adams. Yeah. Notice I can even say, I say Brian Adams' name with disdain. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. So she wanted to go to the concert. I got her tickets to go to in, the, in a hotel room, the whole thing. It was oh, like wow. me and my other cousin, we were on to just like make Heather's night. We That's were cool, make yeah. her dreams, come, dreams true. come true. And she wore the same outfit, I imagine, that she wore back when she saw Def Leppard in the day and was just beaming with excitement. And I don't really, I'm not really a huge fan of, I guess I like Def Leppard more than Brian Adams, but we were in this on the, around the uh, perimeter of the arena mm-hmm. on an, on an upper level, safely away <laughs> from, and Brian Adams started fighting from stage with security. What? Yeah. He, he, they wouldn't let his girlfriend go backstage and he stopped the concert. And he was trying to get the crowd worked into a frenzy. So at one point, he invited everybody around the outside of the arena to come down to the floor. Oh, and I'm thinking, that sounds fire, like yeah. a hazard. For sure. Oh, I don't want to do I'll have no part. And before I could even complete the thought, Heather had me by the scruff of the neck. And man, we were down on that <laughs> floor about listening to heaven with our Bic lighters above our head. Woo! That's awesome. <laughs> so, you, so you felt it. I felt it yeah. all through. Angie just made a comment on Facebook. She said, I heard you guys talking about the real magic happening off stage. I've got one. My ex-husband proposed to me backstage during a meet and greet. And you might think it was the greatest, getting proposed to in front of a band, one of your favorite bands okay. at a concert. Mm-hmm. Angie said it was the worst he proposed to me standing in front of Duran Duran. Duran, Duran. She said that she said yes in that moment because she had to, because right. he made this big overture. But like the last person a woman wants to be proposed to, the last person you want 
thinking that your taken woman is Simon, Simon LeBon bon from Duran Duran. <laughs> you don't want to get engaged to no. in, in front of like an, an attractive person? No, not in front of Simon LeBon. Not in front of somebody who's could potentially propose to you themselves. Yes. Oh, one okay. Day. Oh, all right. <laughs> she doesn't even I, get it. No, nope. doesn't even get it. Looks aren't important to me, Chad. <laughs> you guys, I've got him on the phone. You want to talk to him? Who? Oh. My dad. I was telling you about like our experience with Tori Amos. Oh together. my god! Oh, yeah, you have Johnny on. <laughs> oh, please. Took him to a Tori Amos concert. Hey. And you said that he complained the entire time. Oh, my God. Time. He hated it. Let's <laughs> get Johnny. <laughs> what did you think of the Tori Amos concert? It was horrible. <laughs> Bubba was with me. We were going to just hang around downtown. We walked them into the Fox. A guy came up and said, two tickets, ten bucks. What was Tori Amos like? What does she sound like? Uh, she sounded like a uh, Georgia Crow. That was being chased by a bobcat. <laughs> she wore out the piano seat. She was sliding back and forth on the piano seat, and uh, <laughs> it was it was it was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> she had to put talcum powder on her honey, otherwise she would have been chased very bad. <laughs> Right now, we're going to play Beat Shazam. Five seconds to name that tune. We always have a category. Today's mm-hmm. category is May. <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. So all of these songs have May in the title. Oh. Starting with Kara. Well, that's in sync. It's going to be me, but that's not no, 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 May. No, no, no. It's going to be May. It's going to be May. All right, so should I mark her wrong? Because that no, was not right. you can right. give it to her. It's yeah, going to be yeah, May. Yeah. It's going to be May. There you go. All right. It's going to be May. <laughs> Drex. Yes. Your first song. All these songs have May in the title. <laughs> so is it Britney? Hit May, baby, one more time? Yes, sir. Right, back over to Kara, your next song on Beach Azam. Aha, take on May. Take on May. All right, Drex, you ready for yes, your next yes. song? Beach Azam, May in the title. Is it Green Day and Wake May up before September ends? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're on the final round of Beach Azam now. Kara, your last opportunity. My lover's got humor. She's a giggle at a funeral. Hosier, take May to church. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Drex. Yes. Last song. Gotta get it right. Okay. (laughs) That Pat Benatar and hit May with your best shot. Yes, sir. (laughs) I like this 
one. <laughs> Keeping you up to date with everything happening in this crazy world. Hey, what happened? Tad, Drex, and Kara's Info to Go is on B98.5. We are protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Sunshine breezy today with a high of 71. It's 50 in Midtown. What's going on, Kara? I'll tell you about the gift Taylor Swift left for Atlanta in just a second. But in just about every street corner, there's some portion of downtown Atlanta that's being used to cut or record films. But, you know, music is just as big in our city. Mm -hmm. And Georgia State University is now doing something to help launch the careers of new artists. They've recently launched their own record label called MTM Standard and a licensing company called Sync House to turn their students into the next big stars. So right now there are 10 students that are signed to the label and they're hoping as more people get interested and more talent gets feeding through Georgia State University that this will grow and be even bigger. You said they have their own label, they have their own licensing, so if you make music, they'll help you put it on the proper platform so you yes. get paid properly too. So you can too. make that money, yeah. exactly. So you get paid properly or Georgia State gets paid paid properly. I think everybody wins a little bit. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> now, after three sold-out shows at Mercedes-Benz Stadium over the weekend, Taylor Swift had one more huge gesture of love for us. She made a really big donation to the Atlanta Community Food Bank. We don't know exactly how much she donated. They won't come off that number quite yet, but in Tampa, she donated enough money to feed over 125,000 people. Whoa. She's making these big donations in every city that she goes to on this tour. Now that it's over, mm. I mean, are we happy? It was a really fun weekend, right? There was a lot going on, but I mean, I'm done seeing it. It was all over my social media feed. Yes, hooray, everyone got their stuff, everyone went to the show. Am I, I'm the only one. Drex, you I'm sound the like only, a hater. Oh my, I'm not Sounded a hater. Like no, a I'm hater. not a hater, but I'm just glad it's over. I was over. driving around downtown, and it was like no problem spotting the Taylor Swift fans. <laughs> Dude, we were. Uh, my daughter had a softball game in Lawrenceville on Saturday morning. We had a doubleheader. We went to Cracker Barrel in between the games to Atta eat. Boy. In Lawrenceville, Georgia, half of it is filled with Taylor Swift fans who went to the show and obviously were leaving to go back to their perspective cities yeah that that's enough i'm done enough about taylor swift what did you order at cracker oh barrel what do you okay, think i on. ordered <laughs> <laughs> do i not scream meatloaf <laughs> she's in the know about everything happening in pop culture can you beat her it's are you smarter than kara on b98.5 sponsored by rs andrews heating air conditioning plumbing and electrical sarah and auburn good morning Good morning, everybody. Hey, hey. How was your weekend? Uh, I was pretty good. I went to the Georgia Renaissance Festival yesterday and got a little sunburned, but other than that, (laughs) it was fun. All right, why don't you go ahead and kick our pop culture princess out of the studio? All right, Kara, get out of here. I'm gone, Sarah. Good luck. Kara's going to step out. I'm going to ask you these five pop culture trivia questions. We'll bring Kara back in, ask her the same questions. If you can answer more right than Kara, she pays $100 of her own money. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's right, go. Sarah, question one. Not sure if it'll be an animated or costume version, but Winnie the Pooh will be at King Charles Coronation this weekend. What color is Pooh's shirt? Red. Question two. Mariah Carey's twins turned 12 today. Who's their dad? Nick Cannon. Number three. Today's the first day of May. Who sings this line? It's gonna be May. Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Number four, Post Malone credits being a dad with helping him cut down on his cigarette use. How many cigarettes come in a pack? Oh, 12? 
Good that you don't know that. Right. Number five, George Michael won this year's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame fan vote. What's the name of the other member of Wham? Oh, Jesus. He's the Oats of Wham. You know Holland Oats? Oats never got any credit. Right. For anything other than it's that all mustache. all Hall, right? Yeah. I'm Who's sorry, I don't know. Bringing Kara back in. We don't expect you do, to know do that. Do you know, Dad? Oh, yes. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, all right, well, I Sarah know. and Auburn, you slipped up on the ones you knew you did. But they're tough. We'll see what happens. Kara's yeah. making her way back in, ready for the same questions. Ready. Number one, what color is Winnie the Pooh's shirt? His shirt is red. That's what Sarah said. One to one. Number two, Mariah Carey's twins are turning 12. Who's their dad? Nick Cannon. That's a pretty good odds of answering Nick Cannon. He'd be okay. All right, two to two. That's what Sarah said. <laughs> to any question about yeah. children. Question number three, who sings this line? It's going to be me, Justin Timberlake. That's what Sarah said. Three to three. Number four, how many cigarettes come in a pack? 20? <gasps> 20 cigarettes, you Kara, dirty you smoker. Filthy. <laughs> Sarah said 12. All right, 4 to 3 is the score right now. Finally, number 5. George Michael was in Wham. Who was the other guy? Uh, oh. I do not know his name. Yeah. Andrew Ridgely is the right answer. <laughs> All right. go on to do anything else? <laughs> Andrew, yeah. yeah. Uh, you've not heard of Ridgely and Oates? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, final score this morning, four to three. Sarah and Auburn, are you smarter than Kara? No, I'm not. Okay, your new record, 1,457 wins, just 48 losses. Oh, sorry, Sarah. <laughs> it's all right. I think I'll like the consolation prize. Mm-hmm. Yes, four tickets to the immersive Disney animation experience opens today in Atlanta. Tickets are on sale, lighthouseimmersive.com, okay? Awesome. Thank you so much. I'm a big Disney fan, so this is very exciting. Nice. We play twice every weekday morning, 635 and 735, and those Disney immersive tickets all this week nice. on B98.5. It's hard to ask for forgiveness. Is it too late now to say sorry? So Tad, Drex, and Kara are here to help you do it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. It's graduation season, and Heather, you need our help asking forgiveness for a sign incident. What does that even mean? <laughs> you know those signs people put up with the names of the students graduating in the neighborhood? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. They're the, everywhere the, right now. The humble brag. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, the lady who volunteered to have the sign made with the printers put her daughter's name right at the top in bold print so it would stand out more than the other kids. Oh, <laughs> oh my well, God. Hang on a second. Is her daughter the valedictorian or deserves this kind of credit? No, that's the crazy thing. I could imagine driving past it into the neighborhood every single day would start eating at you. But I mean, what oh, can you? Sure. Yeah, what can you do about right. it, though, Heather? Well, there's what I can do, and there's what I should have done. And <laughs> I feel bad because I should have waited a few days to calm down. Oh no! But you didn't wait a few days to calm down. <laughs> no, and I might have had a few glasses of wine. Oh. And then I stole the sign and I destroyed it because I just didn't want her to get away with this. So now nobody gets honored because of yeah, exactly. And people are talking like on the on next door and Facebook, and yeah. I'm worried somebody's going to have me on their doorbell camera. Like I'm going to have to move. But you feel bad about what you did. I mean, you want to try and make this right. I feel terrible. Like I, I really, really feel like the Karenist of Karens. I feel so bad. So what's this lady's name? It's Diane, and okay. I'm hoping that, that I can 
offer to have another sign made and that she'll understand and will just let me apologize a lot and, and replace it. Okay. All right. I don't know if she will. You want to get ahead of this so that the whole neighborhood doesn't think of you as the sign destroyer. I know. Or like the internet. Well, yeah, I mean, you could get a cool bat, like a fun badge on next door. I bet they make like oh, a, you get your own like, avatar or something. <laughs> all right, sit tight. We're going to get Diane on the phone. We'll clear this all up, okay? Thank you, guys. You goofed. And now you need forgiveness. I'm sorry. Tad, Drex, and Kara are going to help you ask for it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. Talking about neighborhood graduation signs, Heather told us that one of her neighbors, Diane, volunteered to have the sign made so she could put her daughter's name at the top in a bigger and bolder font. Well, Heather was annoyed, had some wine, stole the sign, and now she's regretting it. She needs our help asking Diane to forgive her before the rest of the neighborhood finds out. Sit tight, Heather. We're going to get your neighbor, Diane, on the phone. Hello? Hi, is this Diane? Yes, this is Diane. Hi, this is Tad, Drex, and Kara. We're calling from B98.5. Like the radio? Yes. <laughs> we just got word that you had a sign stolen in your neighborhood. It was a graduation sign honoring the graduates from your neighborhood. Is that right? It just blew away. Oh, okay. And so, I mean, what's the next play? You plan on replacing it, or how does that work? Oh, I called Lamar, and I'm waiting to hear back. Lamar? It's the billboard company. Would, this was a billboard? Not originally. At first it was a sign, but these kids work so hard, and I want them to be honored in a really big way. And I'm obviously not good at putting signs up, so I just thought I'd let professionals do it, get it really big, and everyone can see it. Uh, a billboard sounds <laughs> expensive. Do you know how much those cost? Well, I'm waiting to hear back for the final quote, but I think it's around 5000 <gasps> oh my thousand dollars that covers artwork and ev- and the installation everything and there is a spot on 75 near the ballpark that i want to see if it's available it would be such a great spot for it hold on a second diane who's gonna pay the five grand i think the people in the neighborhood will chip in oh so no you're- oh no hang on heather diane your neighbor heather is on the phone, and she asked us to help her out with something here this morning. This is a feature on our show called Forgive and Forget. This is the most awkward thing I've ever done in my life. Like, I stole the sign. I had some wine, and I took it. I'm so sorry. Diane, Heather said that you put your daughter's name at the top in big, bold letters so it would stand out more than the other kids' names. She got mixed up with some yellow tail. No, that was a mistake. I volunteered to have the sign made because my cousin is a printer, and so he got us a really good deal, but he did that. He did that on his own. I never asked him to put Hannah's name at the top like that. If I pay for the replacement sign for all of it, can you please cancel the billboard? And Is there any way I could ask you to keep this between us? I know I don't have any right to ask that. Um, Yeah, could you cancel the $5,000 billboard and replace it back with the $100 sign that (laughs) was originally there? And Heather, there's not a whole lot of keeping things between us. We're on the radio with a million listeners this morning. Well, how would they know what neighborhood? There's a lot of neighborhoods in Atlanta. It's Indian Hills and East Coast. (laughs) (laughs) So, ladies, (laughs) do we have a deal here? Heather pays for the replacement sign. Diane, you keep it under wraps and you don't make a big deal out of this. Do you forgive Heather, Diane? 
if Heather pays for that replacement, I'll cancel the billboard, and I will I will make sure, I promise, that Hannah's name is at the bottom in a 16-point Times New Roman font, just like everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Tad, Drex, and Kara podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and hear the show weekday mornings from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5.